0: Hello, my name is Nikita Bhatt, I am a urology registrar in East of England and a member of the British Urology Researchers in Surgical Training or BURST. This is a part of the BURST podcast series on BGUI NICE guideline summaries and is on antimicrobial prescribing for recurrent urinary tract infections published in October 2018. Recurrent urinary tract infections include lower and upper UTIs which may be due to relapse from the same organism or reinfection with a different strain of organism, particularly more common in women. The first step is to advise patients about behavioural and personal hygiene measures such as drinking enough fluids to avoid dehydration, not delaying habitual and post coital urination, wiping from front to back after defecation, not douching or wearing occlusive underwear. Some women with recurrent UTI may wish to try D-Mannos if they are not pregnant and some women may wish to try cranberry products if they are not pregnant as can some children and young people under the age of 16 years with the advice of a paediatric specialist as the benefit is uncertain and there is no evidence of benefit in older women. Do warn these patients about the sugar content of these products and consider it as a part of their daily sugar intake. Evidence is inconclusive about whether probiotics are useful for recurrent infections. Certain patients require specialist advice, like men over the age of 16, people with recurrent upper urinary tract infections or lower urinary tract infection when underlying cause is unknown, pregnant women, children, and young people under 16, and people with suspected cancer. For postmenopausal women with recurrent infections, after behavior and personal hygiene measures, consider lowest dose of effective vaginal estrogen, for example, an estral cream, as it reduces the risk of infections although the study was based on small numbers and benefit appears to diminish when treatment is stopped. Discuss the following, severity and frequency of previous symptoms, risk of developing complications from recurrent infections, possible other benefit of treatment like uh, benefit with vaginal dryness, possible adverse events like breast tenderness and vaginal bleeding, which should be reported because it may require further investigation, Uncertainty of endometrial safety with long-term or repeated use, and the preferences of the woman. Review this in 12 months or earlier if agreed. Do not offer oral estrogens or HRT for reducing UTIs in postmenopausal women. Antibiotic prophylaxis should be considered if behavioral personal hygiene measures and vaginal estrogen are not effective or appropriate. Start with a single dose antibiotic prophylaxis when exposed to an identifiable trigger for women who are not pregnant, as this is shown to be almost as effective as continuous prophylaxis and has lower side effects. The patient can keep this at home and can avoid unnecessary GP and pharmacy visits. The next step would be to offer daily antibiotic prophylaxis for non-pregnant women and for men, pregnant women, children, and young people under the age of 16 years Continuous prophylaxis is offered after behavioural and personal hygiene measures. Take into account further investigations required to identify an underlying cause, the severity and frequency of previous symptoms, the risk of developing complications, previous urine culture and susceptibility results, previous use of antibiotic that could have led to resistance, the patient's preferences for the antibiotics. In children and young people, Remind them that there is uncertain evidence of benefit for reducing risk of infections with antibiotics and the rate of deterioration of renal scars with infections. When giving a single dose antibiotic, give advice about how to use it, possible adverse events like diarrhea and nausea, ensure the return for review in six months, and seek medical help if they have a symptom of acute UTI. For daily antibiotic, remind them of risk of resistance, which means they may be lef- less effective in the future. And the possible adverse events of long term antibiotics. Reassess all these patients at least every six months and assess the success of your prophylaxis. Discuss about continuing, stopping, or changing prophylaxis, taking into account their preferences and the risk of resistance. Remind them again about behavioral and personal hygiene measures as well as the self care treatments discussed above. If you do stop the treatment, ensure that they have rapid access to treatment if required for acute UTI. Choice of antibiotic prophylaxis will depend on your local antibiotic resistance data. However, NICE recommends for people over the age of 16 to give trimetoprim or nitrofurantoin if EGFR is over 45 ml per minute as your first choice. The second choice can be amoxicillin or gefilexin. For children under 3 months, refer to a pediatric specialist. For children aged 3 months and over and under 16 years of age, first choice is trimethoprim or nitrofurantoin and second choice is cefalexin or amoxicillin. Doses of all the above drugs according to age and weight are given in the NICE guideline table and you can refer to them if required. This is the end of this podcast and I hope this was useful for you. Thank you.